0: Check out poddex.com, take your podcast to the next level.
1: Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Leese. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to The Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Nice, and on today's episode of Classic Rewind, we give our thoughts on the 1988 classic, Midnight Run, but before we do that, we'd like to remind you, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search The Cinema Gold Show, and as always, give us a thumbs up if you like our video. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, including Good Pods. And without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. The 1980s was a decade r- rife with mismatched buddy comedies. 48 Hours paired the perpetually crotchy Nick Noll against Eddie Murphy. Planes, trains, and automobiles centers on the tension between two traveling workers and their conflicts while trying to get home. Twins goes all in on the drastic difference in visual appearance and personality of its leads. Lethal Weapon was a text for the genre, the archetypal mismatched pair. Midnight Run has always seemed to have an outsized and loyal cult fan base from what I can tell. And I've always wondered what the big deal was. It looks like any other buddy comedy to me. I had never seen this movie from beginning to end, so this viewing was my chance to try and understand the hype. Jack Walsh, played by Robert De Niro, is a former Chicago cop now working as a bounty hunter on the West Coast. Walsh gets hired by bail bondsman Eddie Moscone, played by Joe Pantoliano, to bring in Jonathan Mardukas, played by Charles Grodin. Mardukas was an accountant for mob boss Jimmy Serrano, played by Dennis Farina, and embezzled $15 million under the man's nose and skipped bail after Moscone posted $450,000 for him. Walsh has five days to find Mardukas, or Moscone defaults on the bond, and his business is ruined. Moscone sells this as a midnight run, a hassle-free bounty where the target isn't going to put up a fight. He's right. However, several interested parties either want Mardukas in their custody or kill him before he can testify about mob affairs. Walsh finds Mardukas hiding out in New York City without having to do too much work. He calls Moscone to inform him, unaware that the bail bonds office lines are tapped by the feds and that the secretary is on the mob payroll. Thus begins a wild cross-country trek with both men avoiding getting killed while Walsh feeds himself, reaching a breaking point with the grating and smarmy Mardukas. Nothing in the plot of Midnight Run makes it exceptional. The narrative feels like a dozen of the stories I've heard or seen before. Where the film makes its mark on the subgenre is the acting. The cast is stacked with some fantastic performers. Of course, there's De Niro, Grodin, Brina, and Joey Pants, whom I've mentioned. We also have a Yacht- Uh, Cado as mosley the fed who wants mardukas brought in john ashton who audiences would know it get ahead of postage rate increases this year with stamps.com it's like your own personal post office sign up with promo code program for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts That's stamps.com code program
2: what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket
0: And if you love the Filet-O-Fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Taggart from Beverly Hills Cop Movies plays a rival bounty hunter to Walsh. Many familiar character actors pop up in supporting or minor roles. Not the least of which is Philip Baker Hall, playing an advisor to Serrano named Sidney. Now, if that has an air of familiarity it's because hall plays the same character in paul thomas anderson's debut film art 8. the sydney in that picture is the same guy almost a decade down the road and reflecting on the horrible choices he made in his past the movie's core is the spiky dynamic between walsh and mardukas each actor plays to their strengths and by doing so it creates comedy through conflict Walsh is a blunt force, he just wants to get things done with the one caveat being that he won't hurt anyone innocent. Mardukas shares his sentiments about innocent people, but also wants to be free. The accountant knows if he lets Walsh take him in, his future ends one of two ways. Into witness protection, looking over his shoulder the rest of his life, or murdered by Serrano's men before he can testify. Each character's dialogue is pitch perfect, with Walsh becoming increasingly annoyed the longer he's around Mardukas. But what makes his rants an endless fountain of profanity work is Mardukas' neutral face. He's not fazed by any of it, and is more clever than his captor. In addition, Groden's deadpan line delivery serves as a needle, causing De Niro to get even angrier that he has to tolerate this asshole for days. Midnight Run isn't a perfect movie, and it traffics in many cliches. The plot points here will not surprise you, as they feel very pat for the 80s. However, it ensures each scene's quality and performance. There's no sloppy editing, and the pacing flows despite being over two hours long. A comedy with that runtime sounds like a bad idea, but it works. There's a griminess and slight stylization you find in 80s movies like this one that feels lacking in similar modern fare. Contemporary American popcorn cinema has a sterility to it. The edges sharpened off, the actors chosen for their good looks rather than their acting chops. And the result are cookie cutter motion pictures that dissolve like cotton candy as soon as you leave the theater. There's no life to them, which makes sense when more and more the American film industry is just a money laundering front. Midnight Run is an action movie absent the action movie stars. Everyone here looks normal and fe- feels schlubby. This is not the realm of superheroes. They make constant mistakes, are outwitted by each other, and get forced into horrible situations. Yet the script never jumps the shark into becoming a completely ludicrous. The comedy is always walking that edge between complete silliness and grounded in reality. There is an attempt at some pathos with Walsh, which might be the picture's weakest part. Trying to give him a character arc connected to a strange wife and daughter feels totally off from the rest of the movie. The subplot could have been cut, and we wouldn't have lost much. If you were in the mood for a light picture, but not one that phones it in, Midnight Run is an underrated comedy waiting for you to discover it. And if you've seen Midnight Run, let us know your thoughts in the comments section below. And of course, give us a thumbs up if you like this video. Hit that subscribe button, the bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And if there's a film that you want us to review and give our thoughts on, leave it in the comments section below. We're always looking for uh, movies to review for next year. And we want to be able to let you decide what what we watch and review. And of course, if you want to support the channel, you can buy us a coffee at slash cinemagold. As always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook, facebook.com The Cinema Gold Show